0: Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Hey, down you. Okay, there we are.
1: Oh, it's got turned
2: green.
0: Yeah, I was I didn't have any creative intro for this one. I...
1: No, I yeah, I got nothing. <clears throat> I'm really just here for the ride.
0: <laughs> That's what this is going to be. Ah, uh, well, we've both seen a couple of things, or at least I've seen a couple. Have you seen both?
1: I have not seen Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you start with that, though.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I really want
1: to see. Co- I, I want to see Cocaine Bear. I just can't justify going to see it in a theater. But seeing as how your group, you know, rented out the whole whole ass theater for it, that's if, the way to watch it. If, man, if, if you has... told me that ahead of time, I'd absolutely go.
0: <laughs> I didn't know if I was even going to be able to make it to it.
1: Right, right. But but yeah, I I'm 100% going to watch it later.
0: Oh, holy crap. Like I mean,
1: <laughs> I know you said it was in your words absurd.
0: It's absurd? But I that's believe, what it needs to be. I believe that was the point and it was written as such.
1: Yeah, you can't tell you you can't make that like a serious like If you did it seriously, you'd have to go a very different route. I will
0: say, whenever you do get a chance to watch it, play like Where's Waldo and see how many bags of cocaine you can spot.
1: Oh, really? Fun.
0: Because the opening is a dude just chucking bags and bags and bags and bags of it out of plane before it crashes. And so this whole mountainside in Tennessee is just littered (laughs) with bags of cocaine. And everyone's like, hey, there's one. Oh, there's another. Nice. I don't nice. know how many they've got spread out, but
1: I was telling um, I was telling Pancake the other night. I was like, you know what they need to do? They need to they need to make a video game of Cocaine Bear, and it needs to be an old school 16-bit platformer game where the bear's just going around trying to grab uh, bags of cocaine.
0: Oh, I thought and, you were gonna make it more like the Friday the 13th game.
1: Well, and he mauls people. <laughs> yes, but but that's the thing. You got to get bags of cocaine because the bags of cocaine make you Im- impervious to bullets for a limited time. Okay. And obviously they're all going to be shooting it because you're a fucking bear.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, that was... I think, and you're on cocaine. I think had I watched it just, like, at home, I don't think it would have been near as fun. As Watching a, it as a group. As a group.
1: Made it, made it to, fun. Where you
0: can MST3K it yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure.
0: And people can cuz when it's a group of people you know and it's the entire theaters everybody you know.
1: Yeah.
0: You're not going to be mad when somebody shouts like you fucking moron. Like
1: right. That <laughs> okay, okay. So
0: or, hey, I've watched that guy's uh, comedy videos on YouTube or right, Facebook, right? Which he just did one. Like about cocaine bear. <laughs> the paramedic awesome. dude with the mustache. Yeah. I see him all the time going. It was like something about what do I need to know about cocaine bear? And he gets really close to the camera. Nothing. <laughs> if you understand the words cocaine and bear, that's all you need to know. This is going to be a billion times better than Citizen Kane, conservatively. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite
1: part was the other day. I am I think I sent you this on. I think I sent you this via messenger, and I was like, I was like, really. The, they, there was they. They try to give me the clickbait article of how this ex officer claims that cocaine bear isn't the real story. I'm like, is if you're watching that, thinking <laughs> this is exactly how it happened, like, like shot for shot.
0: I'm fairly certain that bear didn't even attack people. No, it, it ate a bunch of it cocaine. It ate a bunch of cocaine. Its OD'd, heart exploded and died. Yeah, multiple organ failure, and they've taxidermied it and it's you can go see it somewhere in Tennessee that's There's... it and all someone did was they read that story and went huh what if
1: exactly
0: and then you just write this gigantic like it is I think it's maybe I, this is probably Elizabeth Banks's idea is it's getting back to that mindless monster movie of like the 80s
1: right exactly shit like Piranha Ants Anaconda uh, yeah
0: jaws to a point even like which thankfully now cocaine bear exists we're going to get moose jaws
1: well um you were talking about the experience of seeing it with with a group of people there is one thing that i can actually equate it to and that's it although i've been told obviously this will be much more fulfilling Remember when snakes on a plane happened way back in <laughs> what? Two, this is like back in the era like two thousand five, maybe seven. Yeah, no. I remember. No, it had to have been five, it had to have been around there, five or six. But anyway,
0: another stupid concept. But okay.
1: But but remember, the internet went nuts because it was basically the internet basically treated as as if we wrote this movie via memes, and before memes were a real huge thing, and so everybody, you know, we. Again, that was a thing that we did. We, we had a group together, and we went and saw Snakes on a Plane simply because we knew it was going to be trash, and we didn't care. That was the point of going to see it.
0: I think that's it. It was our and, trash. Um, and maybe the reason I enjoyed it or thought it was fun, more so than my initial, like, are you kidding me? That's that's a movie? Someone They, they paid someone to write that. They put money behind budgeting and effects and went scouting locations. They got Ray Leota. And in his final role, by and the way, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube Jr. Is in this. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap! Like, that's a, like I'm like that's almost an insult to other people who are like, I want to get, I want to break in, I want to be a writer, and <laughs> the gatekeepers are like, No, you can't. Oh, you wrote Cocaine Bear? Come on in. <laughs> it's not going to win any awards. It might win some <laughs> Razzies, maybe, but I, I don't, I don't even
1: feel that. I don't. I don't feel that's fair because Cocaine Bear knows what it's doing. It knows it's not. <laughs> it knows it's not high cinema. It is I, not. and I think the point of the Razzies are. I think I think more of the point of the Razzies are like. You was? thought you were making a glorious film, and oh, didn't you Ann, you so did not.
0: Didn't Anne Hathaway go like accept hers in person?
1: I believe it was Halle Berry actually.
0: Oh, then she's then Anne Hathaway did too. Like they're because I'm who, pretty like, sure accepted... I'm
1: pretty sure Halle Berry accepted hers for Catwoman, but I'm yeah, not this was
0: po- I don't remember what it was.
1: What the hell would Anne Hathaway have gotten a Razzie for?
0: I don't know. Maybe her portrayal of Catwoman and Batman. I don't know.
1: No, I'd um, have to
0: look it up again. But no, Cocaine Bear was fun. It's all about gory kills, dude. Freaking yeah. Um,
1: I'm here for that. Because if you're going to do something like that, lean into the hard R and just make it violent as fuck. Damn I'm, it. Which I'm assuming they did.
0: I knew his character name when I watched the movie. <laughs> but Game of Thrones, redheaded giant. Oh, Tormund. Tormund. Tormund is in it.
1: That's right. Yeah, he's but one with, of the tourists. I he's forgot. He's a little
0: hiker with glasses. Yep. And he's like a fucking coward. He's hilarious in it. Awesome. But the two, the, this, the performance stealers of the whole movie are the two little kids.
1: Oh, that's what I hear.
0: They're, oh, my God. They are great, because they do cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs>
0: and like I said,
1: you if you're going to make a movie like this, and I think Elizabeth Banks made the smart call. She leaned into the absurdity of it.
0: And they set it in the 80s,
1: which oh, was even, even better. better. Yeah, so the fact, yeah. like, the giant
0: that, glasses that is wearing. That makes
1: sense, because all of the promos that I've seen for it have that 80s font, you know, that synthwave-looking yes. font. Oh, and the, That makes sense.
0: The, um... The jogging suit that the mom is wearing, which oh. <laughs> damn it, I know the. Oh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell, yeah, so yeah, yeah,
1: that. yeah. That that that's a hundred percent out of the eighties. The I've, jogging suit I've she's wearing. I've seen that. I I I've seen the trailer. So, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> having not seen the movie and only the only the trailers, I am assuming that is exactly what Elizabeth Banks did with this film. Is she just leans straight into the absurdity of it, hardcore, and yes. just. And, and,
0: like, the barest, minimal plot that you need, like... That's, that's... And that's probably the good thing. That's the problem with, like, the Godzilla movies. They they spend too much time on plot mm-hmm. when we're there to watch Godzilla destroy shit.
1: That's true. So I, this
0: one, you had the barest thing, like, drugs dropped in the woods. The mm-hmm. drugs came from some... The Cubans or Puerto Ricans or wherever, I can't remember now. Colombians, maybe. Ray Leota. And his little gang
1: are trying to find it. Are
0: trying to find it. other they're gonna or they're gonna die because the people they got the cocaine from want their money or the cocaine. Right. So there's your plot.
1: Yeah. And then
0: authorities are trying to find the cocaine.
1: And a bear finds it first. And a
0: bear finds it first. So it's just like all these like the the threads come together pretty quick, and it's like oh yeah, you know it's it's one of, it's one of those it's predictable. Like you're like oh, this is gonna happen. Oh, this is gonna happen.
1: And again, it doesn't it. it it that's perfect. It's comforting. It, it doesn't need to be anything. You don't need any. You don't need anything more than that.
0: It's comforting because then you can just shut your brain off and go go for the ride. Like you're exactly, not, there's no psychological twist. Nothing to leave you thinking. You're
1: not making fucking Citizen Kane or Inception, you
0: know. Yeah, this isn't fucking Donnie Darko. Like there's or <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, or Requiem for a Dream. Nothing to like stay with you after it. It's like you can shut your brain off, eat your popcorn, go ooh ah fucking moron, ugh. like <laughs> that's it, that's all you have to do, and then you can go back out and laugh, the real... at the, and laugh at the
1: stupid shit that happens. And then you
0: go back out in the real world and you go fuck, let's go back and watch Cocaine Bear again,
1: right? Because it's it <laughs> it's escapism. That's all it is. It is, is it's...
0: escapism. I enjoyed it far more than I expected. I will recant any public statement I have made. To the contrary, about how this is a movie I'll never watch. I got to watch it for free. It may have helped. My bar was really low, which probably also helped. <laughs> Again,
1: I don't. How much of a bar can you set for a film like that? I so mean, so now,
0: now we live in this world that's post cocaine bear, and we're gonna have the effects of that, and we're gonna get movies like Moose Jaws. It's Jaws with a moose. We're gonna get movies like Meth Gator. Is that real? I keep seeing it all over the damn place. Please it's tell a, me
1: that's real. Because... It's
0: a gator in Florida. eats a med, Either eats meth or eats meth heads.
1: I love you too, buddy. Sit down.
0: Damn dog. Yeah. Um, I hope that's real because Pat Oswalt's been like... Meth gator? Talking about it. He's like, wait, what about my uh, heroin sloth movie then? Come on, guys.
1: I... Okay, wait a minute. A sloth made even more
0: slow. <laughs> so I was trying to think of like in this world post cocaine bear where we're now just having animals do drugs.
1: For the record, I would absolutely watch a meth a meth gator.
0: Oh yeah, that, it's, gonna, it's gonna be right up there with anaconda four or five or.
1: <laughs> because I think that came out of I I believe someone was someone on an interview basically claimed that Florida is all meth, meth, heads and alligators. So that if it's not good, a real thing, someone needs to
0: go ahead and make it a real thing. Like yeah. I don't care if it's a direct to video, Roger Corman production meth gator. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll oh, be yeah, It can be the horrible robot puppet alligator that gives them a pain in the ass. Like the jaws shark did Bruce. Yeah. Or you can CG it with really bad CG. Cause I think that's the point. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we're getting Moose Jaws, which, like I said, is Jaws with a Moose, which I've been waiting on for years. So, thank you, Cocaine Bear, for that.
1: Kevin Smith was just ahead of the curve, like he He, always is. Yep.
0: (laughs) And apparently he has decided to go green-free now. Like, no more smoking. Really? Yep. He posted a thing about it, because it's so many years post-heart attack, and he's... I can't remember how many months he hasn't smoked, and... He feels more present and aware, and like, in the moment with like, uh, I guess, involved with things, which is good, so you're not so baked that you're just like, huh?
1: Well, I mean, it's... It got him
0: through. <clears throat> it, well, like... it got it, it, I think it served its purpose. It got him to a point, it, hell, it saved his life. Had he not been stoned, I think his heart attack would have killed him. Mm. So, whatever. I'm Again, like he says, for all of you who are green, that's fine. Like, he's not going to judge, because clearly <laughs>
1: yeah. obviously yeah
0: um which is gonna be funny because now he's gonna go make moose jaws
1: which is an idea he had while he <laughs> was stoned as <his>
0: <laughs> so he's gonna be looking at his own idea going what the hell uh
1: it's always fun to do that i'm still assuming that's the the whole i'm there are certain there are certain movies that i assume that's the only reason they got made like dude where's my car that's the only that's the only explanation I have for that film. I feel like that you had to was, been tied to write that. I feel
0: like that was definitely a response, too many years after the fact, of Beavis and ButtHead. Maybe I think it was like, what if we did a live action Stoner Beavis and ButtHead, which is almost redundant. Yeah, <laughs> but made them likable because Beavis and ButtHead are not like. Nah,
1: not really. No. The um, I David Letterman once famously said the the brilliant thing about them is they never get smarter. No. And well, that's he's right.
0: And he's right, which makes it when they did that reboot on MTV few so many years ago, and they were flipping through watching like reality shows.
1: Yeah, watching current MTV.
0: Watching current MTV, and they made made fun of accurately the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Which means, yes, Beefs and Bud have not gotten smarter, but even at their intelligence level, they saw through that shit. What's that say about the current... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It means it's been dumped down so far even below their level. Yeah. Because it was what Pauly was saying something about flipping pizza dough or something that he should be able to do that, like spinning pizzas and stuff because he's a DJ. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was a funny joke. And Beavis said, oh, I get it. It's not funny, but I get it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, you just got <laughs> burned by Beavis, of all people.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty
0: harsh. Go, Mike Judge. That's great. So I'm wondering if we can't, because this is like cocaine makes a bear go on her, like, attack and just like, you know, cocaine rage. Can we do something that's, like, almost a spoof of Cocaine Bear, where it's, like, marijuana Chihuahua? (laughs) It's, like, a stoned version of Cujo, who just doesn't attack people.
1: (laughs) Actively runs away from people. (laughs) Which would be ironic for a goddamn Chihuahua, because those little fuckers fight. They don't give a shit.
0: I was trying to think of, like, what would be an animal that we would all universally agree is just typically aggressive just to be aggressive chihuahua chihuahua sharks not really unless you're bleeding and in their water that's not aggression that's and then just they're food like chain. and then they're like
1: oh yum
0: that's just food chain mm-hmm. um so yeah i thought that'd be like <laughs> marijuana chihuahua it's also got a nice ring to it it does we could we could maybe we could get uh well, if
1: you get enough, if you get enough monster movies together, you can just make a spoof film like they did with Scary Movie, Not Another uh-huh. Team Movie, etc., yep. cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: That might be what Marijuana Chihuahua becomes, as the uh, Scary Movie of the mon- the uh, I would, monster animal.
1: I would be 100 percent on the board. The drug-addled
0: with that. monster animal movies. We can spoof a little bit of Cujo. We can spoof Cocaine Bear. Spoof
1: snakes on a plane. Spoof,
0: yep, snakes on a plane could be on there. Anaconda. We can incorporate meth gator. Fucking Lake Placid. <laughs> yes. Incorporate meth gator. We could even put heroin sloth on the screen to make Patton Oswalt happy.
1: I would put. I would even put Deep Blue up in that category.
0: That one, yes. What I thought was so weird is the one dude you think is going to live fucking dies.
1: I'm assuming Sam
0: Jackson. Yes. Yeah. We go by the rules of any horror movie. You have two people of color. One of them's not making it.
1: But this time it was Sam.
0: And you're like, of the two, we have LL Cool J, we have Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> on paper, if you were going to say these two actors are playing characters in a movie where sharks are eating people, which of these two is going to make it? Your money would be on Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but the fucking chef played I don't by know. LL Cool J <laughs> Not necessarily. Samuel L. Jackson bought the farm in fucking Jurassic Park as well. He did. And you know what? No, it wasn't quite the same. I was trying to think if it was a similar situation. It wasn't. He was mid-speech when the shark got him.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was no. It was very much not the same.
0: It would have been he, funnier had they had they tried to do a similar.
1: Jurassic Park. It was more of a I'll be back situation, and then.
0: Yeah, you find his arm later. Yeah, you just yeah. find his arm later. That'd have been great, cause they could have been like him leaving wherever the underwater thing going. I'll be right back, and then later you just see his arm float by one of the windows. Mm. You know what? That would have been better. Because that would have been a nice callback to Jurassic Park. Ugh.
1: You know, if you're if we're if we're thinking about making this monster <laughs> movie spoof, you have to spoof Jurassic Park. Because I mean it's the most I would argue it is so more it's okay. I would argue that it is more famous than Jaws.
0: Here we go. I've gotcha. I got a way to incorporate all of this and still spoof Jurassic Park. It is a nightmare zoo. Oh fuck. And that is the all the exhibits are drug-addled monsters like the monsters from these movies. They're just at this like zoo from hell. Why would someone do this? Why would you try to recreate dinosaurs? Okay, valid. And I want Jeff Goldblum to be in here again. Yes. Because I want him to walk into this zoo and look at the list of animals and go, you spent so much time wondering if you could, you didn't bother asking if you should, should. and then he fucking dies. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Actually, don't even have him die. Just have him just... Walk ha- away. Have him walk away. He gets... Just, he's like... He's just like... I'm, he nope gets the, right back in his he car. He just nopes the fuck out. <laughs> nope. He just nopes the fuck out of there.
0: Him. He gets back into a car. He sees Sam Neill go, Yeah, I'm with him. And he just gets right back in. Mm-hmm. There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, Jeff Goldblum is the one person in the movie that has goddamn sense. He walks into the zoo, <laughs> takes, a at the, at, takes a look at the fucking list, and he's like... Nah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, the, the, the dude who put the zoo together was like, "I have housed here all the greatest, most violent animals in history."
1: And put them with, on drugs.
0: With vo- body count, <laughs> yeah. you have a bear on cocaine here, a gator on meth. Yeah, no, I want no part of this. I fuck this out.
1: <laughs> Velociraptor on quaaludes. T Rex on LSD. Make it a Velocipaster even better.
0: Velocipaster. Raptor Jesus is Raptor on LSD. Raptor Jesus! Is on LSD. Oh my god. There we go. Lion <clears throat> Brothers, because you guys are the ones behind all the scary movies. Got you an idea. I. I you know, it's I a $1,000 idea. And I saw. So So <laughs> the previews that we got to watch before Cocaine Bear included a new Scream.
1: I still haven't seen number five, I so I, I need to catch up.
0: I do know uh, Hayden is in it, uh, the chick from The Cheerleader from Heroes. Yeah, yeah, Hayden And Jana Jenna Ortega. Those are the only two. Oh, I, really? Yeah, those are the only two I recognized. And, you know, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Um, it looks good. Granted, the other one looked good. It's still, I haven't watched it. Right, but I'm wondering am- if this resurgence of Scream is going to give us a resurgence of scary movies, of the, the scary movie.
1: I don't feel that's you think necessary. They could,
0: I think you could... You, Megan? Uh, <laughs> I mean... Can you, you imagine the Wayne Brothers spoofing Megan?
1: I mean, you could... Oh, they'll. The first thing they'll do is they'll they'll, they'll fuck up that dance scene. That'll be the thing they spoof.
0: Yes. And somebody will think it's a love doll. Uh, uh, <laughs> and die as a result. Like, we're not going to let this person with that inappropriate thought about the robot doll monster thing. Get away with it.
1: Chainsaw comes out of a Robussy.
0: Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna Lorraine and Bob at somebody, and it might be David Cross.
1: Ooh. Damn.
0: I don't know. I just, I just remember him from a scary movie what, 4 or 5 or 12. He's going to be on the net last season of Umbrella Academy. Nice. Him and uh, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. Mullally yeah. cool. Nick Offerman's wife. They're actually playing a husband and wife on it.
1: Nice. Um, speaking of Megans, I did actually see Megan yeah, the unrated not. version I have not it's it's on peacock so you have no excuse because you have my account this is true I, I mean no we didn't say that <laughs> there's no
0: password sharing here
1: they don't care it's not Netflix it's
0: not Netflix yeah um,
1: uh, but anyway the point the point I was trying to make was it it was exactly what I wanted it to be it was just it was note for note exactly what I expected exactly what I wanted. It's, it was actually better than I expected. I was because it was more
0: like a updated version of Child's Play to a degree?
1: Sort of, kind of. Okay. Yeah, because <clears throat> the good thing about that movie is not the killer doll on the loose. The good thing about that movie is the actual trauma that the kid goes through before you even get to that point. And how it's... As much as as much as it pains me to say it, the best thing about that film is the drama involved, as opposed to the fucking horror show that happens later. Because the that this all of the psychological shit that builds up to you know killer robot going haywire was actually really well done, which is you don't often get to say that about a horror film. Right. It's usually like you said, just Here's a loose plot just to get to your just to get your running start to killing people. But this they actually took some time with it and actually did some did some uh, solid uh, some solid acting. Good. After these messages we'll be right back.
2: I'm always on the go. Go, go, go. I'm up at four with the baby, out the door at six, on the air at nine. And the crazy part is I'm supposed to look good doing it. That's why I use Tressant Supreme. Tressant Supreme is this fantastic, deep moisturizing, intensive hair color with natural highlights and just a little bit of crack cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, I could pay hundreds of dollars to get highlights at a salon. But how would that help me get through my 15th time interviewing Melissa Joan Hart? It wouldn't. (laughs) That's what the cocaine is for. Just the other night, I was up at three in the morning cleaning my air conditioners and my husband said, wow, babe, your hair looks great. Come back to bed now, please, please. I'm very worried about you. And he was crying a little bit. (laughs) And I love that it's all natural, except for the crack cocaine part. Tres Supreme is so gentle. I mean, I highlight my hair three, four times a day and it never gets dried out. Look how silky it is. See how it totally moves with me? God, I feel like dancing. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my God, I just had the most awesome idea for a movie. Somebody write this down. People ask me, how do you do it all? Work, three kids, a great marriage. And I say, Who the f- are you? Get away from my limo! And then I calm down and I say, "Tresant Supreme. Try it. I'll tell you one thing, I cannot do this much longer.
0: All right. Well that's one thing I've seen. Next one. Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess uh I guess we can feel free to talk about Ant Man 3 now.
0: Yes, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Which was a lot of green screen
1: <laughs> i would i would i would say that movie was probably about 95 percent green screen
0: because <laughs> i'm i'm wondering how. aside many from
1: right. like two or three scenes it all takes place in the quantum Realm. well okay you have those you have those um montages of of scott being a, a goofy ass walking yeah. down the street
0: you know bo- if you want you to can buy a copy close. of that book now that book is available is it already out Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's out now, but it will be. Like, it's a legit yeah. book that will be available. Yeah. Paul Rudd has been posting it.
1: Oh, I know. Because I've got it wishlisted on my Amazon account. Oh, my God.
0: That's so absurd. <clears throat>
1: what I really want, though, is I really want, because <clears throat> they're, I believe in Ms. Marvel, they reference the podcasts that he does. Oh. I want that.
0: That would, yeah, that would take some, someone to actually have to sit and write and do. Yeah. Yeah. And get Paul Rudd to just read. Ah. Oh, Paul Rudd
1: would absolutely do it. I know he would.
0: It. It'd be great if you could just have him just. He would 500 for this it. episode of the podcast. Just go ad lib and make it up. Uh, it, it was fun. Wasn't as good as the previous two. Maybe not. But I feel like it falls it it falls victim to the same thing that Dark World kind of did, in that it's a lot of setup for what's coming.
1: Particularly the end credits scenes.
0: Yes. But we, yeah, we had to build to get to why why is Kang such a force to worry about and half you haven't watched Loki, you you don't even really understand when you see Jonathan Major show up, like yeah. who that is. Yeah, exactly. You have to really remember He Who Remains saying oh, we'll just wait till my variants get here. That's uh, like,
1: <laughs> like, I'm like, the nice I'm, one. <laughs> I'm the one holding everything together. Don't fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So nice. Nice little post credit scene with, uh, Owen Wilson and Loki and Victor timely. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's, that's very interesting because they are kind of cribbing a little bit from the comics for that.
0: Yep. And they, they really did with all the different variants of Kang. Yes. Like now they're talking about how Mark Spector's next foe is probably going to be what Ramon Tut, the Egyptian King.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: Well, at least that's the internet's like, either theory or wish list. Could I mean that. Either.
1: I don't think they have a season two of Moonlight. Of <laughs> Moonlight. Moon I don't. Th- I don't think they have a season two of Moonlight in the works before they get to the Kang Dynasty. I don't know. But if they did that, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, and then they were curious. Like the filmmakers were like, "How many Kang variants should we fill?" Like they were like, "Let's just do like a bunch of them." Like, just yeah. Let, here's here's the big ones that we're gonna say are variants of Kang from other random comic characters, and then just have. I've, I saw a scroll version of Kang, in the freaking.
1: I would have to go. I would <laughs> have to pause that scene and just look at all because there were like so many of them. There was a. Lot. It was like when Agent Smith becomes like a billion different people. Yeah, I
0: was like, how many how many of us are there are there. All of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I think I think Marvel's pulling a fast one. I don't think Kang the Conqueror. I don't think I don't think Paul. I don't think Ant Man killed him.
0: Oh no! No, of course not. If, th- if that's going to be the Kang the Conqueror, the one that the other variants decide would too dangerous. Oh hey, bud. And we're gonna ba- we're gonna banish him to the quantum realm where he can't get back. I mean, look at look at the whole army of kings, and you've got some really badass looking ones, the ones that are kind of the in charge ones. Mm-hmm. How how fucking dangerous is this one dude that they're like, let's just get, let's just put him in the quantum realm where he can't come back. And that's is that the... gonna be king of the conqueror, or is one of these other ones gonna be the conqueror?
1: Well, no, what I mean is I don't think that one. I, they said in the post-credit scene they're like they killed him and I don't think that's I, no. true. I the don't think
0: the fact that they have said that tells you they didn't.
1: I think I think he got I think he got stuck somewhere that is not the quantum realm and he's going to bust out of there and then when these other variants all show up, he's going to be like party time bitches and start slaying motherfuckers. Yeah,
0: like they said that body count's going to be insane for when they get to his like even just Avenger body count. Which I mean he he implied that he's killed the other Avengers. Oh yeah. In different timelines.
1: Are <laughs> you the one with the hammer? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that was my fa- that was my favorite bit. Did now. you see
0: Chris Hemsworth's response to that line? <laughs> Dude, what do you say? It saying? was a it was the line about Thanos, he you know, he never fought me twice. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Thanos he's never fought me twice
1: (laughs) oh wow
0: he's only fought me once and won and then I chopped his damn head off
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I don't think Thor's gonna get that that uh I don't I don't think Thor's gonna get that kind of luxury against Kang I think Kang's gonna kill him
0: and they didn't really explain the scars although there's a bunch of theories about the scars that he has, which all it does is really just look like his comic book accurate character has kind of like this yeah. lines on his face. But I will <clears throat> say there was something I liked about that character, that portrayal of how they did that, that he always looked like he was just on the verge of tears almost. Mm-hmm. like He knew what he needed to do and it was terrible and he didn't want to do it but he knew he needed to do it. Like kind like Thanos. Kind of like Thanos but almost more emotional about it yeah like he was thanos did it because it's gonna it's the right thing it's gonna save save humanity or save the world save the universe whatever by getting rid of half of everything and kang looks more like he is to quote loki burdened with glorious purpose purpose. and it is a burden and -hmm. he doesn't want that burden but he's taking it on because mm-hmm. he he just looked so sad, like he was like the whole him trying to like I'll I'll take you home to your kids. I promised you. Mm-hmm. I know whatever you just saw of me, I get it. But my word means something. Let me take you home, right before I have to do what I am going to do. <laughs> yeah. So I I thought they that there was a emotional depth for a sociopath genocide maniac. That you oh, wouldn't yeah. have expected.
1: Everybody, pretty much everybody universally is praising Jonathan Majors taking on this role because mm-hmm. they're, they're like, if even people that are like, fuck Ant-Man and fuck Ant-Man quantum mania, they're like, okay, that part actually was good.
0: It, it, he was good. I thought this the, the stuff they had in the quantum realm. Like the other breakout is the, the warrior chick.
1: Yeah, she was pretty cool.
0: She's like another breakout, and I can't remember. She's been in a few other things, but she's like the breakout, like the internet's immediately like, We love this person.
1: hmm <laughs> Yeah.
0: We love Kang and this person. And uh I, Bill Murray was great.
1: <laughs> Bill Murray was he was satisfyingly creepy. Especially when especially when she's like, You turn you just turned on me, and he was like, You don't understand how persuasive. He can be, like, he just, he gave.
0: He's like, you've been gone how long? We were in the middle of a revolution, like, we were in the middle of a revolution when you left. Yeah. You've been gone a long time now. Like, you know, five years at very least, if not more, because, you know. Yeah, because like, of the blip. Because of the blip. A lot has happened down here in that time. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> that's a long-ass time in the quantum realm.
0: Some people cannot maintain their convictions in the middle of a war for that long.
1: Yeah, his he played that really well. He I did. was.
0: I, I think he he did. I'm glad he wasn't a bigger character.
1: No, it was perfect. It was
0: perfect. Bill Murray comes in. He's Bill Murray, and he gets eaten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, but but that de- <clears throat> but his his delivery almost made it even more chilling to think about Kang. But and I, that's that's something Marvel's really doing really well with this. With this next big giant threat. Yeah. Uh, is they're making it... They're they're giving... They're having everyone actively tell you and be, and be legitimately terrified of... Like, dude, no, this is not good.
0: <laughs> they're going to have to nail the follow-through on it, though. They really are. Like, if we're building up that this dude is beyond Thanos' level, this guy is a major Avengers-level threat... Even, maybe he... even beyond, I don't know what would be beyond the Avengers level threat, like this dude is a threat, mm-hmm. multiversal at that, you're going to have to, there's going to be some fucking major damage. Yeah. Even if it's not lasting, even if it's like he's in one of the other variations of the timeline where he gets to kill all the Avengers.
1: Yeah. You but need... we don't
0: know that's the, that's the thing would be is to have that happen. To get the emotional gut punch of he just fucking killed Thor, Hawkeye, everybody like just yeah like, killed like them all. Just, killed, just he killed even Kate Bishop killed all the young ones yeah and we find out oh that's a very that's a different timeline that's one of the other convergences of from Loki like
1: right and that's <clears throat> I expect that we're gonna see a lot of shit like that
0: because they're, they're gonna they're gonna have to fuck with your heads to really make you wonder. Which, because now we're gonna have to get back to the main timeline. I think that's the whole end of this, right? Is gonna be mm-hmm. fixing the mess from Loki, and reestablishing one central timeline. But in the meantime, we're not gonna know which timeline's which, and as Kang just fucking kills people, mm-hmm. like X Men, fucking kill them all, like
1: <laughs> right.
0: The only person who's gonna know will be Deadpool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he'll be the one to be like, "Wait, you're Kang? Which timeline am I in?" Oops, wrong one. Sorry. Boop boop boop. <laughs> uses cables thing and disappears.
1: <laughs>
0: then Kang's just confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kang just has a look on his face. Like, Who the fuck was that? Who
0: was that? I <laughs> didn't what? look like Spider-Man. Which, that was which a different one was costume. That? Yeah, that was. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna. You can mean... just have
1: Kang say something like, "I don't remember that one." Yeah. <laughs> or I don't remember that person. Yeah,
0: I don't remember that person. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be fun. <laughs> what, are <you> doing, <laughs> what are you doing, Dad? Uh
1: Anyway, but uh, but yeah, I'd, it's it's very interesting because there's a it's a very because this. Again, starts a whole new phase, which I had totally forgotten that this was the beginning of phase this is five. New ba- yeah, because so, it 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 feels like if to me it feels like phases four and five are just kind of just going straight it's together. Really,
0: it's really unfortunate that this is the beginning of phase five when they really should have ended phase four with bringing back the first family. Like phase four should have ended with the fantastic four. That should have been our <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> how uh, that's, I would have done cute. it. That's cute. That's cute. But to be fair, I don't I think it was it was too quick for them to be able to do that. It
0: was cuz yeah, they they I mean, this has been mapped out for years before we even got to see this. So Yeah. Um the cast of characters that they met like the other refugees. Mhm the the blob like I have holes yeah that's Dave Dismalchin.
1: yes who was uh, who was of course one of
0: uh, one of the one of
1: the fellow felons yep. from the first one from
0: the first one yep, which you know what would be great is if we actually get to see at some point in the next one or one of the other movies we get to have Louise try to go okay okay let me get this straight and then he has to <laughs> recap what he missed in Quantum Mania <laughs> can
1: you imagine him trying to explain the multiverse
0: are they, there, there really should be. Like be a one shot. There should just be a one shot of, of him Louise
1: trying to explain everything
0: with him, and like, it, to me, it should be like him and like Coulson. Like it should be an agent of Shield because we should bring Shield back. But it really should be him, like in a cafe dinner, just explaining the multiverse to someone from Shield. Because Shield was trying, to like, maybe we could recruit this guy. He's not like a complete. He's a savant, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I know who he needs to be talking to. He needs to be talking to Jimmy Woo.
0: There we go. I'll take that, because he's our new Coulson.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: ha- have him explaining it to Darcy.
1: Having him... There you go. Have him explain... Having him... Have Louise explain it to both Woo and Darcy. That, yeah, because they're, ha- they're our X-Files team. That's our X-Files team. Exactly. So, yeah, it should
0: be that, because Darcy's explaining to him the whole Nine Realms and and Asgard, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, but she has no idea how multiverses work. Right, so work. then...
0: So then that's when Louisa was like, so that's cool. It's kind of like the Nine Realms is kind of like a sort of a smaller version of the multiverse. She's like, the multi-what? <laughs> all right, cool. Just, <clears throat> all right, I got you. Just chill. Just follow me. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. And have him doing the, his dialogue like I said and he said. like,
1: I. I that's really the about... best
0: part was like when they were he was talking about when he first met Scott. We got to see the flashback, Mm -hmm. and the mouths were moving, but it was all Louise doing the dialogue.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that was hilarious. I, um, I really, I understand that there, you know, there are only so many hours in a day, and you can't film like a billion things. But I really do kind of wish Marvel would bring back the one shots because some of those were so fun.
0: They, they still could. Maybe put them up on Disney Plus. They don't need to put them at. You could throw them as post post credit tags if you wanted. Put them on DVDs. Oh, you
1: know it'd be hilarious. Just
0: make a one-shot <clears throat> section.
1: They already do. I know. But they just
0: start adding to them. Like, you
1: know what? You know what they could do? Remember how like Looney Tune shorts would show before a film back in the old days? Yeah. Put a Marvel one-shot before the actual film as like an appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> Except that Marvel films are already like fucking three hours long, so <laughs> I mean another ten minutes. Another... What's
0: another ten minutes? <laughs>
1: I mean, fuck, everybody sat through Avatar. Because I
0: want to know what happened after the um, the one that Lizzie Kaplan was in.
1: Right? Yeah, because they recruited them. Yeah,
0: I want to know where they're at. Like, come yeah. on. And I guess they keep talking. Oh, so the internet is now talking about uh, a line that Sam Jackson makes in the Secret Invasion trailers where he's talking about the cavalry's on the way. Oh, yeah? They think it means Melinda May.
1: Fucking cavalry.
0: I think that's a coincidence. I I want it to be Melinda May. Oh
1: man, if it's if if she shows up, I will probably jump out of my fucking seat. I I want to see her. I want
0: to see Daisy back.
1: Oh what? Oh, here. Hang on a second. Pause.
0: After these messages, and we're back. I think.
1: As something just thudded in the corner.
0: That happens here.
1: Anyway, sorry about that.
0: Phone calls happen. Um. I need to just cut that part out and put in that little Saturday morning cartoon after these messages. It's just, we'll, we'll be, be right back. I might um, <laughs> <I'm> just cut <kidding. laughs> yeah. Or you could just have us do it. Just have us do it. <laughs> um, I've derailed my train of thought, but. I I'm think
1: sorry. Calvary from Calvary, May.
0: I want to see her and Daisy back.
1: Oh, man. I really, yeah, Invasion
0: keep... is your chance to.
1: To throw them in. Throw
0: in anything in you want you want to throw samuel jackson's nick fury in with wolverine here's your chance because secret invasion
1: gets wild is
0: secret invasion gets wild and then it's never supposed to be acknowledged that's why it's a secret invasion it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like secret wars it's supposed to be this thing happened we can never talk about it again <laughs> <laughs>
1: we don't talk about it. it's like it's like fight club we don't talk about yeah. fight Club.
0: <laughs> so i i mean
1: i mean they are they are talking about They've been talking for a long time about bringing in uh, Quake. So I want to
0: see Quake, but if you're going to bring in Quake, you have to bring in Melinda. Like, you might as well bring in most of them. I want to see Fitzsimmons. I'd love to
1: see Fitzsimmons back. Holy shit, that'd be great. Put,
0: put her. Put Fitzsimmons in Armor Wars. Put Fitzsimmons in the next Captain America, the New World Order movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they would fit perfectly. Especially if you're doing, oh, they fit perfectly in Armor Wars. Or Ironheart. Or
1: Ironheart. Because Ironheart's kind of the lead up to Armor Wars, is it not?
0: Maybe. So yeah, I uh, I feel like FitzSimmons fits perfect. Like, yes, Shield was infiltrated by Hydra, so we Hydra, so we can just we can restart Shield and call it something else.
1: <laughs> Matter of fact, I was just watching the Winter Soldier the a couple nights ago. God damn, that film is so good.
0: It is. I mean, hell, and even they, they got Thunderbolt Ross is going to be Harrison Ford now since William Hurt has passed away. Yeah. And I guess he's actually kind of excited to be a part of it. Harrison Ford is.
1: I'm kind of shocked.
0: Um, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean he? Why would he do it if he's not?
1: Well, yeah, 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 but it's just it. Harrison doesn't get like, like, he signs on for a project and he does the project and he does it well, but it's not. He doesn't usually get super vocal about it, like. You know?
0: And it it may have just been that like I'm excited to be a part of it and then that was it like it's just that it's that uh, the contractual obligatory yeah this is cool thanks for the opportunity thing that you say
1: I mean Harrison Ford he's what pushing eighty he's not he's not a super big fan of interviews anymore
0: no um <laughs> but see I, I want to see Fitzsimmons I want to I really wish they could and now Disney Plus here's your chance give me the freaking show of uh, Mockingbird. And whatever her frickin' boyfriend's name was. Was it Hunter? Hunter, yes. Give me that show of them on the run. Mm-hmm. And that'd be great because you could tie that in with the Hawkeye because you find out that Mockingbird's not the first Mockingbird. That's true. Clint's wife was a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've got a moniker that's been handed down. And if you're on the run and you need to hole up somewhere we better than the Barton farm.
1: Oh, pro that for
0: sure. <laughs> so it'd be great. Even if it's just, again, what if, if it's just a one shot of them on an overnight stay at the Barton farm on their, whatever road trip to escape the authorities is happens to be like,
1: yeah, because here's the thing. There's really, there's nothing screaming out for a Hawkeye season two, but that's a good way to get kind of a mini season two in with that.
0: Yeah, just give us that, like, and granted, I'm, I'm really hoping that Jeremy recovers and doesn't have to lose a leg and all that crap.
1: Oh, Jesus, yeah. There's that, too.
0: I'm hoping. I uh, really am. But to find the reason that he, what caused, like, the injuries was the fact that he was saving his nephew or something. Right. Like, the dude is a superhero. <laughs> right. So, I, I pray for all the best to have, like... Yes. Um... The dude's a hero. Like, give give all the shit you want to Hawkeye as a character, but the dude did a great job, does a great job with Hawkeye, and the dude apparently is just a fucking superhero oh, in real yes. life. So uh I saw an interesting Harrison Ford interview since you mentioned that. It was him, I th- was it Colbert, maybe?
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Or Kimmel. One of the late show late night shows. They were just talking about the next Indiana Jones. And they right. showed a picture from it where Disney did the Disney magic. It made him younger, so we're actually going to see a little bit of a flashback of, like, 25-year-old Harrison Ford. Oh, shit. Like, they they really aged him down to about Raiders of the Lost Ark Age. Nice. That's what it looked like. And they pulled it up, and we're like, "Is is this creepy at all to you, or is this just what you look at when you see in the mirror? Is this what you see? And Harrison Ford laughed. He goes, yeah, I still see. No, there's no gray or white in my hair. <laughs> he's, I still, when I look in the mirror, that, that's exactly what I see. That's a good look at my <laughs> <laughs> But he said it was really neat to watch the process of it, being a part of the process where he's filming it. You got all the dots all over your face. He's saying the lines. And since it's Disney and Lucasfilm. They have all this access to all this archived footage, used and unused, of right. his face, that they can then digitally steal and superimpose mm-hmm. on what he's doing and make it, and he's like, it's really cool to watch. Huh. <laughs> I'm like, not creepy at all.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey.
0: So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in Dial of Destiny. We'll see what it does.
1: To be fair, I... To be fair, it would be really interesting for me now to look back at 20-year-old me. That would be interesting. <sighs> obviously not, f- not Obviously, f- not everyone gets a chance to do that.
0: I got photos. Apparently only see. if you're a
1: famous actor. Yeah,
0: I got photos. I don't need to look back at that. I can go, oh, look, I had hair and I was about 60 pounds lighter.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> that just happens with age, brah. uh
0: uh-huh. We stop growing up. We just start growing out.
1: (laughs) True. True story. Uh, Let's see. So what else? Uh, I know one of the things people were getting lippy about online with uh, Quantum Mania was they were saying the visual visual effects were not as good as they could have been. I didn't see that personally.
0: I I didn't watch it in 3D, and I feel like maybe I should have. (laughs) Well, maybe
1: if I had watched it in 3D, then I would notice. Oh, hey, look, there's a lion. Oh, there is. We need to have a lion in our monster movie.
0: Well, is it the one from uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia, that's gone like rabbit or something? Possibly. Or could it be the one from uh, that Val Kilmer, Michael Douglas movie? Ghost in the Darkness? Is that it? I thought there were lions in that.
1: Possibly. I was just thinking, you know. Disney's live-action Lion King.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I enjoyed Quantum Mania.
1: But yeah, I did. I didn't feel like the visual effects were that. I didn't feel like they were. I didn't feel like they were bad. Now the thing that has come out in the news is that apparently the visual effects department has said that Disney shifted, well, Disney slash Marvel shifted a lot of resources to Wakanda Forever, and kind of, kind of put ant-man 3 on the back burner okay first of all two things number one they had to wakanda forever was coming out first yeah first of all and second of all wakanda forever was almost an hour longer than ant-man and the wasp now granted granted i that being said a lot more of wakanda forever i feel like to was not necessarily all green screen like you know ant-man like (laughs) wantamania was
0: a lot it had to be a lot of green screen. Like I, it was
1: a motherfucking lot of green screen. There was
0: no way some of those sets were built. No way.
1: Oh, there's no way. But, um...
0: And aside from Warrior Chick, pretty much everyone else on the little Revolution side was... Was a CG character. CG. Well, not the telepath. Telepath was... That dude was on The Good Place. He was good. That's, that's where I, I recognized him mm-hmm. from. Thank you. From The Good Place, yeah. I enjoyed him as a telepath. That was fun. That was the most
1: accurate telepath I've ever seen.
0: I like because he was very just blunt about it. Yeah,
1: and he was very over the fact that he's a telepath. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah. Yes, it happens all the time. Stop it. Just don't bother (laughs) trying. You're not going to be able to stop yourself from thinking it. Trust me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I've already been down this rabbit hole. I know where it goes.
0: In fact, if you try to stop yourself from thinking about it, you're going to think about it more. Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That part was real funny. I liked that. But but anyway... um, The one thing I will say is that um, the visual effects departments working for Marvel, I do feel like they really deserve more pay because they are doing a crap ton of work in a short amount of time. Especially, I think the worst was Phase 4. Because Phase 4, well, to be fair, not all of it was Marvel's fault. The pandemic pushed a lot of things to be moved to the television realm yeah as opposed to but that but that was and, and they had to prioritize the TV stuff because they couldn't really put movies in theaters also. but look at the sheer volume of projects that came out over the course of phase four. You had because let's see phase five phase three ended with endgame and the second Spider-Man film.
0: I guess. I want to say Far From Home. No far from, "No Way Home mm. was part of this phase, phase four. Yeah, No Way Home was part of Multiverse of Madness.
1: So you have you have Black Widow to start it, right?
0: I guess, yeah. Black
1: Widow, WandaVision. You had Loki. Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Hawkeye. I, the point of it is, you had as many projects in phase four as you did in phases one and two of marvel right that isn't a that's a crazy amount and i think hello guys and i think marvel has made a smart call and they're starting to dial it back a little for the next coming phases because there's only going to be like what three tv series this this year as opposed to the plethora of TV series that they've been putting out for, like, the past, since the pandemic yeah, started. they're, they're
0: going to start they've doing got... that. And some of the TV series they're doing are, like, just an event. Like, I, Moon Knight, they may not do a second season
1: of. Right, and uh, Hawkeye, they may not do a second season of. Ms. Marvel, they're obviously going to continue because that feeds into the Marvels. And then... Oh, Frick, what was the other one that is probably going to... Well, Loki, obviously. Loki, is,
0: they're getting a second season. Loki
1: kind of has to keep going because, you know, you've got Kang to deal with.
0: Yes, and Born Again is going to be fun.
1: But Jesus Christ, it's going to be like twice as long as any other season they've done so yeah, far. Yeah,
0: and they've got Burnthal back for it.
1: What? Yeah. Awesome. So, I hadn't heard that. Yep,
0: Charlie Cox, D'Onofrio, Burnthal. I think the leading theory is that Kristen Ritter will be back in it as well. Sweet. I don't know. I bring don't back know. Luke they're Cage and Danny. Yeah, they're probably not going to go after those two. If they bring those two characters in, they're going to recast. This is what the internet uh,
1: thinks. Why? Lame.
0: Well, Luke Cage is in the middle of doing evil. Well, okay, stuff, I so. get that,
1: just but
2: cast cocaine bear.
1: Huh? We it already just, talked about cocaine you know, bear.
2: No, just cast cocaine bear.
1: As Luke Cage.
2: And yeah. I think he'd be better <laughs> as an
0: Fist. I'd, wow. watch, I'd watch Cocaine Bear as Danny Rand. Shut up. Uh, sorry. No. I can't
1: imagine a Kung Fu... Well, Kung Fu Pandas. So I guess that is a te- technically a bear. So
0: that'd be Opium yeah. Panda if we were going to do that movie, right?
1: Oh, wow. Ouch. Wow. Uh, i
0: got to go.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's all the time we have, folks. No, I'm just kidding. We're almost... Oh, kid watching mm-hmm. TV. Um, But yeah, I... That's, um, I understand that Marvel burnout is a thing. I had Star Wars burnout, so, um, I have not yet encountered Marvel burnout because Marvel so far has not done anything I didn't like. So far. I've
0: watched, <laughs> I've watched uh, the first episode of this season of Mandalorian.
1: I haven't started that yet. I haven't watched any of Andor at all. I need to, I, I, I want to watch that. obi
0: was slow. Andor was slow. I mean, it's, it's a good show. I made my way through it, but it was it's definitely slow. Like, slow burn. <laughs> See, that's how I felt about Kenobi. Yep, Kenobi was slow as well. This is probably about the same and, pace. And I'm,
1: I think, honestly, that's where Star Wars is kind of losing me, where Marvel's keeping me going. Because even the slow parts of Marvel stuff still feel exciting. The slow parts of Star Wars stuff just feel slow.
0: It's just that they're just building. And they're wanting you to kind of gradually build and build and build and get to that. Uh, the Mandalorian. The like, let's get to the prison break scene. And Obi-Wan, let's get to.
1: Let's uh, get to the the fight between him and Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, let's get to that. And to be fair, the Mandalorian is keeping my interest pretty much. Even though it's, even though at times it, it is a build. Yeah. But they're doing it deliberately. Yeah. I think the Mandalorian is the one series that they've done it, that they've managed to do it cor- the, to my personal pace, to where it doesn't bore me and it's still fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm jumping in on the building to things. I guess you could argue that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of slowish, was kind of a slower build, but even it had a lot of stuff going, you know, Yeah. at various moments. It's just, I don't know. That's that's my take on all of that.
0: And I will recommend Last of Us. I've caught up I do want to watch
1: that. Oh, that's good. I've, I've heard it is pretty good.
0: I think I said last time that he sounds like Nathan Fillion. Yes. Which makes sense, because then I find out his character is supposed to be from Texas. So.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's
0: why he sounds like Captain Mal. There you go. Was
1: there anything else that we didn't... We'll actually we'll actually have ideas and shit next time. Well, I mean we had ideas We this had time, ideas. But...
0: We had ideas for our drugged up animal zoo <laughs> spoof.
1: I do um next time we come on, remind me to talk about the Bat my Else worlds of Batman and Harley because oh, I, I actually I have it fully fleshed out now. I have the entire arc okay. of that else world. Now we'll,
0: we'll do that. Oh, I just figured out where what the where we can put the zoo. We can put the zoo here, and we can call it Methgers Zoo. Oh God, no,
1: no, 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 no. Oh. No.
0: Sorry, Methgers. Welcome to Evansville.
1: Wow. <clears throat> um. But yeah, that's that was the that was the thing I was gonna address with Marvel and all that was just you know the they had. So many projects over Phase Four. They need. I think it's good that they're starting to slow it down a bit, because I mean, for one, you can't. I mean, Disney does have all the money in the world, but at some point they're going to want to. They're going to want to curb their spending. Yep. And make it worth their while, like every other streaming service is doing at the moment. So,
0: there's there's our thoughts. Uh, we didn't even talk about Modoc.
1: Oh. M-Doc. I loved that. I loved the reveal of that. You
0: no, know, what I thought was funny was there was one blink-and-you'll-miss-it image of him with his helmet up in the trailer, and the internet grabbed it and went staring across. Like, the internet knew immediately. Like, that's the actor. That's the dude from Ant-Man 1. He's MODOK.
1: Well, I'm glad I don't pay attention to the fucking internet. Saw I saw that, i like, That would have ruined it for and me. And that
0: picked the, the his face in there looked really photoshop stretched so i was yeah. like i don't know if that's true fuck if it wasn't
2: <laughs> but let's here's,
0: here's it was my, good though the, here's my closing image for everybody to go out on about modok is that ass though
1: oh jesus <laughs> i love that your son walked down right as you said that to That perfect, tim- right? perfect timing perfect timing that ass though i'm
0: just drinking water
1: oh uh, yeah you that should be drinking like
0: water. juice not water yeah, that, right. the, the Modoc was great. Although, I, the dude did fine. He did great. I still, whenever he talked, I kept hearing Pat and Oswald.
1: I, I, liked, I liked the way they did it. I know.
0: At least I died in Avenger.
1: <laughs> that part was great. And Ant Man's just like, uh. The, the, okay. No, yes,
0: yes. Yeah, you're, you're, an you're Avenger. You in Avenger.
1: He died in Pats him on the head. <laughs> it's
0: not hard, Darian. Just stop being a dick. <laughs> just stop being a dick.
1: That was great.
0: Oh, that was I, uh,
1: Cassie Lang is an inspiration for me now, just I with liked that him, phrase. I like, hey, just Scotty. Just stop being a dick.
0: Hey, Scotty, bubble. Cassie? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then when he, he interacted, they're like, hello, my mentor.
1: <laughs>
0: he was I, like, I, there was just, it was enough... The movie was absurd, right? Modoc was just the goofiest part of it. Oh,
1: absolutely! Like, especially when he when he sees um, when he sees yeah. fucking Hope, and he's like, "Hope, you did your hair different."
0: I, guess I, was I like drinking it, <laughs> right? hell <laughs> is like drinking slushy. Well, yeah. you're, you're not drinking a slushy. Like the man was drinking. Like the man was. Drinking. Well, we should talk about the Paw Patrol movie on here sometime. He would. He has all kinds of thoughts about that. Oh, I
1: bet. All right. Well, that's going to have to be it because I got to get going. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, ne- uh, keep us in mind, Hollywood.
0: Yeah, hire us.